welcome to the Bottom Up Skills Podcast. I'm Mike Parsons, I'm the CEO of Qualitense and we continue emerging, yes, emerging trends and this time it's what are we thinking for 2021? What has got the pulse racing? Now previously in this series we've looked at some good picks, what did we learn from those in history? Some bad picks and I picked a few shockers But today, it's all about what's next for 2021. We're full of all those learnings and those insights. What has got us pumped up? Now, I'm going to tell you that as you're listening to this, we are actually conducting a full survey of hundreds of executives to find out what they vote for as the emerging tech trends and collaboration trends. So I'm really excited that we've expanded the program this year. It's not just tech. And it's just not Mike and the team in the ivory tower having a stroke of the chin. This time we're reaching out. Uh, So if you would like to be part of it, just shoot me a note or hit me up on uh, LinkedIn. I'd be more than happy to share the survey with you. So 2021, what has got me, Mike Parsons going, I'm pretty excited about 2021. I got six things for you. This is by no means all the things that I see for the coming years, but I just wanted to pick six really interesting, diverse ideas to get you thinking about how you might build better products, how you might build a better business. Okay, so we're going to start with tech. Now, something that I'm really, 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 really into is this idea of no-code solutions. We are seeing such a um, boom, and it's early days in this uh, in this boom of no-code solutions. So, what do we mean by no-code apps? Well, it's really interesting because what uh, this is simply saying is you can build, you know, really good applications, really good software. And you can do it without having to be an engineer. Now, I'm going to caveat this and say the real trick here is to, you know, build great no-code apps. Great being really, really great products. Because obviously with no-code, you're going to standardize a lot of things. You're going to create a lot of restrictions. So there's still a real art form in how to think and how to pull things together. But what no-code is essentially doing, it's really um, bringing us to a world where more people can build applications. And I think that this is is really, really important development because it's going to enable us to deploy more apps, better apps, and I think also too, it will also give people the opportunity to understand that even when you have a no-code solution, building applications is a hard thing. So maybe there will be a bit more love for engineers and software developers um, if people have actually gone out and tried it themselves. So no-code apps mean that you can build like complex data-driven apps that don't require DevOps, database administrator, engineer, front end, back end, full stack, all that stuff. So who are we talking about? Like who are the the sort of um, no-code providers? Well, you might have heard of Airtable. I mean, they're pretty big. AppSheet, 
You could even perhaps argue that Salesforce is a bit of a no-code solution as well. Um, There's plenty of them out there. Uh, Another really big one is Bubble. Um, Pretty fond of Bubble. And um, you will find an endless stream of brand new companies that are coming out with this idea of a no-code solution. Because if WordPress helped you make a website, tools like Glide, Bubble, uh, Adelo, are helping you build applications without being an application developer. So that's one of my first things that I'm really excited about. We're working a lot with it as well. So no code has my vote. That's something I'm really excited for. I'm really looking forward to seeing what everybody says in our survey to whether they are rating that as a big new thing. Now, another one that's really got me uh, fired up, which is pretty cutting edge stuff, which is this automatic interfaces or interfaces that are built in real time, fully automated with using AI and machine learning, mostly machine learning. So not only does it represent the data in real time, and maybe it has some recommendations, but it compiles the interface at the same time. So you have not just A, B testing, but A through Z to the power of X. Uh, This is where every journey is personalized. Every journey is um, built. Every interface is built in the moment based on the logic and the data that we have on a user. Incredibly powerful because it creates more personal, more relevant uh, experiences, and it helps you get the job done quicker. So perhaps when we look long-term, static interfaces will be a thing of the past. And uh, so that's number two. So we've got no-code solutions, uh, automatic interfaces. The last one I'm picking is open banking. Open banking has been around uh, for a while, but we're now looking at a number of really really big markets, uh, UK, most of Europe, Australia, and Asia, are all adopting this idea of open banking. Open banking, I I think, really brings us a lot of things. Two that I want to focus on. One, it is essentially a much more API-driven architecture, meaning that traditionally bank systems don't talk to each other very well. They can do that. And lastly, data portability. I mean, users now aren't stuck with all their data in one bank. They have the right and the opportunity and the ability to move around. And I think that's a win-win because it means that users can get more value. And I think it sets a nice challenge for those in banking, in fintech, to provide new services, new products, more value, and to compete for the hard-earned cash of users. So there you've got it, three big tech trends, no-code solutions, real-time automated interfaces, and open banking. I think these are game changers because no matter whether you look at on the back end when you're engineering products, the front interface, or more even system-wide innovation, you've got three things there that are really going to change, you know, invigorate the marketplace for 2021. Now, if we jump over to uh, the world of collaboration, woo, boy, has this undergone some change and disruption. Obviously, quarantine work from home is putting everybody, everyone 
is working uh, in a different way. So that's why we've actually added it to our trends report this year. And I got three things that I think are, are really changing the way we collaborate. Number one, flipped learning. I think we're all getting a dash of theory and then looking to apply that theory into our job today, into our work of today. So this is what we call flipped learning. It's a way of learning new skills where they're all in this form of applied learning. I think this is really huge because never before have we seen the need to relearn, uh, to reconfigure, to adopt new skills and practices. So flip learning, big collaboration trend. Next one, hybrid work in getting people aligned. Now, it used to be easy because you could call a meeting and say, everyone, we need to get in the room and agree on something because everyone was in the office. But how do you do that? When half the people are working from home, hey, does uh, does Bill work on a Monday and does Betty work on the Tuesday? Who comes into the office on Wednesday? Ugh, hassle. I think this hybrid work is a brand new challenge for us all. It's here to stay. Uh, so um, getting uh, hybrid work working well, huge opportunity, same thing, huge challenge as well. And lastly, with this sort of hybrid work, uh, work from home quarantine thing in mind, employee engagement. It's huge. Anyone that's got a team at the moment is thinking, how do I engage them? It just got really hard. We can't pop down to the pub after work. Uh, We can't just chat at the water cooler. We can't go grab lunch. All of that just got infinitely harder. How do you keep people engaged? How do you hold on to your culture and your values? Huge challenges, really uh, exciting new product opportunities, Uh, But there you've got uh, three collaboration uh, challenges, employee engagement, hybrid work, flipped learning. And on the tech side, we got no code solutions, real-time automatic interfaces, and open banking. That's six. I could could go on for hours. Those were six that I thought would be really inspiring for you to think about and to consider. And if you want to consider any more of those or any other trends or practices for product people, head over to bottomup.io where you can learn design thinking, agile lean, and a whole heap more. Tons of free courses. Um, We're just giving away all our knowledge. So jump on over there and just vacuum up all that goodness. All right. Well, that is um, another episode of the Bottom Up Gills podcast. That's a wrap. (laughs) 